We were last discussing Rabba's question. If an animal stepped on a cup, let's say in the cup flew, hit a wall, and then it broke, do we go by what it was in the beginning, or do we go by what it is at the end? Do we go by what it is in the beginning, and he stepped on a cup, and therefore he's liable to pay for a full cup, or do we go by what happened in the end, when it left his body, it was a full cup, and then only afterwards it broke, and that was as a result of his power, and he only has to pay half damages. So we brought Rabah's case with the person throwing a cup from the roof, then we talked about the chicken dancing, and we still don't have an answer. And with that, we're going to start with Hayat Amud Aleph, second line in, second word, which says Tashema. We're going to try to bring an answer from the following Baitah. Chickens that were, uh, they were pecking at a string that was uh, holding up a, a bucket, Venifsaka Hevel, and they, I guess they bit the string, Venishbara Deli, and the bucket fell and broke. The owner of the chickens have to pay full damages. And Shmami, I want to understand from you, we go by what it was in the beginning. We don't go by the, the fact that it's broken pieces. We go by, right, when originally it was a bucket and they have to pay a full bucket. The Gemara says, no, maybe. Maybe we could say that we're talking, they have to pay full damages over the string, not the bucket. Maybe we're talking about the, the string. The Gemara says, No, but, but a string is something that's not common. Something not common, you would only have to pay half damage. The Gemara says, No, no we're talking about a string that has a, a dough all over it. From the kneading, and that's how it's stuck over there, and uh, that's normal for chickens to peck over there. The Gemara says, but we're talk- but the Brata was talking about the broken uh, bucket. Uh, how could you say we're talking about the string? Ela, the Gemara says, no, we're going to try to answer a different way. Ela, we're going to say that the Brata says we're going to be paying full damages over the bucket. However, you could always say, Sumchosi. It's according to some chos, he held that in the case of the rocks or or damage that happened as a result of the power of uh, of something, uh, you have to pay full damages. So in this case, where they cut the string and they broke the bucket, they have to pay full damages, even though it's uh, it's not their direct power. But if you want to say it's sumchos, then look at the end of the Abraita. It says, If let's say this bucket falls on the floor, it breaks, and now a, a shard of the, the, of the bucket flies and breaks something else, on the first bucket he has to pay full damages, on the second one he has to pay half damages. Now, wait a second. If this is Sumchos, does Sumchos even have this concept of half damages? He always says, if it comes from your power, you pay full damages. And if you want to say, and if you want to say that according to Sumchos, there's a difference between his power and the power of his power, his secondary power. You want to say there's a difference. And when Rav Asher asked a question later on, Rav Asher asked a question, a person's secondary power, a damage that happened as a result of something that happened. So a person broke something, the, the piece went, flew and broke something else. Is that like his power or not? 
Rav Asher asked the question, they should uh, figure it out from this Baraita, they love Kekohodame. That it's not like his power, and he should only have to pay half damages. Elalav, rather, you have to say the fact that the Baraita didn't say that, you have to say it's Rabbanani. Where it's according to Rabbanan that on uh, that on Tzerorot uh, on the rocks you pay half damages. And from the fact that you have to pay for for the full bucket, you see that we go by what it was in the beginning. And we're talking about a situation where the chickens are the ones that caused the bucket to break. Uh, they pushed it, and it went against the wall, and it broke. And that's the reason you have to pay for the bucket. It came from them and not from their power, not a secondary or third source. So now, Ba'ir Rabba. Rabba has another question. Okay, the half damages that one has to pay due to the rocks that flew from under his uh, his cow's feet. What's the rule that you pay from the body of the animal or do you pay from your best assets? Meaning, you have to pay from the body of the cow because we never saw half damages that are paid from as the best assets, or Dilma, or maybe you have to pay from the best assets because we don't have a, a situation where it's uh, it's common for an animal to damage this way that you have to pay from its body. Usually, when it's something coming for it to damage, the money comes from the from the best assets. So Tashima. So we're going to try to answer from the following Baita. Hidus enomuad, animal, uh, you know, dancing or walking all over something. It's not forewarned uh, to, in case of damages. and some say harizemuad. It is uh, forewarned. So now the Gemara asks, you, you think we're actually talking about the dancing, meaning it's uh, ruining something with its actual body? That's uh, simple, that you have to pay full damages, like regal. Elalav, rather, what are we talking about? Hidus vehitiz. We're talking about it walked over something and then it uh, knocked uh, a rock onto something and it ruined it. And the Mahlokit is as follows. And this is what Rabbah's question is. According to the one who said he's not forewarned, because he held that for half nezek tzerorot, you pay from the actual body like a keren. And that's what he means when he says it's not mu'ad. And according to the one who says it is forewarned, he held that hatsi nezek of tzerorot, the rocks that came come flying, you only have to pay half damages. You pay from the best property assets that you have. And that's what he meant when he said mu'ad. So you see that what Rabbah was asking was really a mahlukit Gemara says, no, that's not the Mahloket. Rather, the Mahloket between the Tanakhama and the Yeshomrim, they're arguing the same Mahloket of the Sumchus and Rabbanan, where Tanakhama, who said it's it's not for one, not Mu'ad, he held like Rabbanan, that you pay on the Tzerot, you pay half damages, and the Yeshomrim holds like Sumchus, that you pay full damages, and that's why they call it Harazim uh, Mu'ad. So the Gemara tries to answer from a different Brayta, Tashema. Let's say a a dog picked up a piece of bread, a loaf of bread that was being baked on the fire. 
So with the with the bread, he took a piece of coal that was still stuck on the bread. He went to someone's field uh, where this pile is, and he ate the bread over there. In the meantime, in the meantime, the charcoal uh, set the rest of the crop on fire. He has to pay full damages over the bread because that's shen because he ate normally. And on the field or the pile, whatever grain he ruined, he has to pay half damages. Now, my tama, why does he have to pay half damages over the the crop? Aren't we we saying because it's like power, meaning it's not him damaging straight up, it's his power, meaning when he brought the coal over there and that's what caused the damage and we have in the bright test says you have to pay half damages from the body so here you have an answer that you pay from the actual body like by Karen the Gemara says does that make sense to say that because if you're saying that the half damage of the pile is because of the power then you have the Rabbi Azar According to Rabbi Azar, who said in the Braita, meaning in that same Braita, in regards to the dog, he held that you pay for, uh, you pay full damages. If you hold, we're making him pay from the actual body of the the, the animal that damaged. Then how could that be? Do we ever have a situation where you pay? full damages from the body it's usually full damages from the best assets it's half damages from the body here you're saying that Azar says you have to fully pay for for the pile that you ruined but from the action if we're saying you have to pay from the body that doesn't make sense we never had such a thing Ela, rather we have to say that we're not talking about the the rocks that are coming out of from under the feet we're not talking about sirot Rather, what, what happened over here? It's not that you took the bread and the and the coal is stuck to the bread and then you went and let something. Rather, we're talking about a situation where he damaged with this coal, meaning the dog actually went to the fire, took a piece of coal, and then he went to this person's uh, field and burnt his uh, grain. And the reason Rabbi Azar says you have to fully pay, even though this is different, over here you have to fully pay because he held like Rabbi Tarfon. Because Rabbi Tarfon held that if you damage in the person's property, in the person who's damaged property, you have to fully pay. So Rabbi Lazar holds like Rabbi Tafon, but you still don't have an answer to Rabbi's question. Do you pay from the body or do you pay from the best assets? But the Gemara tells us, Velohi, this whole thing that Rabbi Lazar holds, we're talking about a situation that the dog took a coal and burnt the guy's uh, grain. It can't be that we're talking about that. Because my What's the reason you want to say that Rabbi Lazar has a kibitafon? Because he said you, you you have to pay full damages. You could always say Rabbi Lazar savar kesumchus. You could always say Rabbi Lazar holds like sumchus. Damat serot nezek shalem shalem. You could always say that Rabbi Lazar holds like sumchus that uh, on uh, stones, anything that comes as a result of the power, you you pay full damages. Maybe holds like Rabbi Yehuda. The Amar Tzad Tamut Bimkoma Omedet. Rabbi Yehuda held that a, a, an ox that gored three times it became a muad, even though he has to fully pay. But still, for the 
for the half of the damage you have to you have to pay from the animal's body that never left anywhere it's only the new half that you have to pay that you pay from your top assets and when Bil Azar said you have to pay full damages from its body, he was talking about the, the Tam side of the damage, not the Mu'ad side of the damage. But the Gemara says, no, you can't say that, uh, that uh, Rabbi Lazar holds like Sumchus and Rehuda, because Amad Rav Sama Bered the Rav Asher Ravina, Emud Shemat Le Rabbi Yehuda Betam Vin Asa Mu'ad. Maybe what you heard Rabbi Uda say that the 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 Tam side staying as is that's if it started out of Tam and then it became a Muad. However, be Muad mitchilato, but in a case like this where he was forewarned from the beginning, like uh, with animal walking and the stones uh, uh, flying, Mishamatla, did you hear such a thing? Over here, there was no uh, half Tam side to it. He was always a Muad in, in, to, to this specific case. And there's no reason to, to say that half of it would come from his body. So Ella, rather, the Gemara takes a step back and says, look, if you want to explain the Mishnah, that when it comes to the, any damages caused by the rocks, and you want to say that half damages is from the actual body of the animal, you have to say, when Rabbi Lazar said in the Brayta that you have to pay full damages from the body, it's kegon de ayad. It's talking about a situation where he's already been warned. This dog has uh, damaged already three times. He's known to take coal and burn other people's stuff. If again, the mahlokit of Rabbi Lazar and the Tanah of the Mishnah there is more sabah that Rabbi Lazar held that yeshadalitzrorot. There's testimony to rocks, meaning the same way an uh, animal who damaged in a weird, a not common way, if it did it three times, it's now considered a shore mu'ad and you have to pay full damages. Same thing with rocks. If it walked and it kicked the rocks and it broke something once, twice, three times, it's now considered a mu'ad, you're forewarned, and you would have to uh, pay full damages. The dog here has done it a couple times, and uh, therefore you have to fully pay. And the half damage that you would have to pay for the Tam side, okay, you pay from the actual body of the dog, but the rest of it from the top lane. In regards to rocks flying, there's no testimony. It's not the same thing as a, a, a bull goring. Rather, it has different rules. And therefore, even if it sent rocks flying and it broke stuff three times, you only have to pay half damages. And the half damages come from the body of the animal. So now the Gemara has a problem with that. Because Elahade Ba'ir Rabbah, Rabbah, he's going to ask a question. Is there testimony for rocks flying and destroying things? If if animal did it three times, do we testify in something like that or not? He's going to ask that question. Now, and if you go according to Rabbanan, Tanakam of the Mishnah over there, there's no testimony for rocks. And either Rabbi Lazar, if you follow Rabbi Lazar, there is testimony for the rocks. So, meaning, why is Rabbi even asking that question? Based on what we're understanding over here, you have an answer. According to Rabbanan, no. According to Rabbi Lazar, yes. So Amalak Rabbah will tell you, the question I had over there is It's according to Rabbanan who argue on Sumchus. Rabbanan hold on rocks, you only have to pay half damages. 
And according to them, the question is, if it happened three times, um, is, does he become a mu'ad or not? Abal in regards to the dog with the grain, Ben Rabbanan, Ben Rabbil Azak, Kesumchusvil, who everyone holds like Sumchus, De Amat, Serorot, Nezik Shalim, Shalim, that he has to pay full damages. So if that's the case, So why did the rabbis over there say only half damages? Because the he he did it in a different way, not the usual he damages. He damaged a different way. And they're arguing on the mahlokat of Rabita Fon Rabbanan, damaging in a care, in an animal goring in, in the property of the one who has been damaged, according to Rabbanan, half damage, according to Rabita Fon, full damage. But the Gwan still has a problem because even if you want to say it's a mahlokat, Rabbanan, Rabita Fon, okay, let's see you want to say like Rabita Fon, but did you ever hear I get it, you, you, we held Rabita Fon. Damaging in the person who's been damaged property, you pay full damages. However, that you have to pay full damage from the actual body of the animal that damaged. Did you ever hear him say such a thing? And the Gemara responds in, yes, we did hear Rabita Fon say that. Where does he learn it from? We're going to learn it from like a Kalva Homer from Rashut Rabim. Think about it. Shenan Regel. If animal ate, if an animal uh, trampled over something in Rashut Rabim, they are totally exempt. And if they did it in the one who's damaged property, they would have to pay fully. Goring, Keren, which were Mahmir and Rashut Rabim, you have to pay half damages. All the more so, you would have to pay full damages in Rashut Rahid if they did it in the person who's damaged property. And we're going to use the principle of Dayola Ba Minadin Liot Kanadon. If we learned something out of a Kalva Homer, the the two things that we're comparing should have the same laws. And in Keren in Rashut Rabim, you're paying from the actual body, not from the best assets. So same thing when you're paying Keren in Rashut Yahid, you should only pay from the body. Now the Gemara says, yeah, but Vihar Rabi Tarfon let le dayo. Rabi Tarfon doesn't have this concept of when doing a Kalva Homer and comparing one to the other, they should have the same laws. He doesn't hold of that concept. He holds they can have different laws. So if you're saying that we're going according to Rabbi Tarfon, and you're learning one from the other, but he doesn't have this concept that they have the same laws. So I could really technically say that even in Rashut Rabim, you'd have to pay from the body, and if it happened in the one who's damaged property, maybe there he would have to pay from the best area, like Shin and Regal. So the Gemara explains, really, Kilet Le Dayo, and Rabbi Tafon doesn't have this concept of uh, Dayo, meaning we're going to compare one to the other, the Kalva Homer, we're going to say that they have the same halachot in regards to everything. That's Hechadim Mifrich Kalva Homer. That's when, if you use the and you compare everything, then the Kalva Homer is gone. Meaning, let's take this case. If we compare one to the other and we say, in the person who's damaged area, you only have to pay half, just like in Rashut Harabim. So, Karen in Rashut Aniza, Karen in Rashut Harabim, it's always half damages. Then the Kalva Homer didn't teach me anything because really, he would always be hayaf to pay half damages. So there's no kal and homer here. Everything is the same. There's no uh, strict, lenient. Everything is the same over here. So now if you compare them to all their laws, 
and there's no more Kalvahomer, that's when Rabbi Tafon says, then we don't learn this, uh, the, the, the complete comparison. There's a Kalvahomer, you're right, we're going to obligate them, but not all the way. However, But if I use this concept and still there's a stringency and a leniency, then I'll compare them to all their laws. So I'll say in the, the person's uh, property, it's full damages. In the Shut Arabim, it's half damages. So there's a Kalva Homer, and still I'm going to say that the comparison is that we're going to pay from the animal's body. Ah, then, okay, Rabbi Tafon would agree to that type of situation. Now, let's go back to something we mentioned before, Gufa. Ba'e Rabah. Rabah had a question. Yesh ha'adat lisorot or en lisorot? If, let's say, an animal was walking and it kicked us, uh, rocks and broke things once, twice, three times, can witnesses come and warn this person and make this a shore mu'ad for kicking rocks? Or we don't have that when it comes to rocks. And the Gemara explains itself. Le keren medaminana. Do we say it's like kerem? That the first two times you, you pay uh, half nezek, half damages. And then after three times, okay, it, it's not normal. And then, then it becomes uh, a mu'ad. And then uh, you have to pay full damages even for kicking rocks. Or, dilma, or maybe is Kicking rocks, tolda de regel. Who is it? Like a subcategory of regel, and it's already common for uh, an animal to kick rocks and damage, and still you only have to pay half damages because we don't have this concept of three times when it comes to kicking rocks. So tashema hidus enomuad. Tanakama says in regards to a uh, chicken uh, jumping on something and uh, breaking it, that that uh, that's, there's no mu'ad over there. Even if it did it three times, there's no uh, forewarned. Yeshomrim and Yeshomrim says how is mu'ad? No, it is forewarned. So he do What are you talking about? The, the chicken actually damaging with its actually body? Body? Uh, what are you talking about? That's uh, something common, and it, it should be mu'ad like a regel. The Gemara explains, no, Ela, Hidus Veitis, no, we're talking about where the chicken uh, uh, danced around, it, it, it kicked a rock, and a rock flew and broke something. My love, Kegon, aren't we talking about Kegon de Abate Latazim, he did it three times, Ubahakamifla again, the Mahlokit between Tanakama and Yeshomrim is that more Savar Yeshada'a, the Yeshomrim held that there is three times in your forewarned, Umor Savar and Tanakama, who said in Umwad, he held in Hadad, there's no concept of three times, and that's why you always pay half damages. The Gemara says, no, that's not their mahlokit. We're not talking about the, where you damage three times. It could be that with the chicken we're talking about, Behadzim, that's the first time. Again, the mahlokit is like Sumchus and Rabbanan. Do we have to pay full damages on? And the rocks flying or not? Some um, course, yes. Or and uh, according to Rabbanan, half damages. Maybe that's the mahlokit. Sotashema. There's another mahlokit of Amoraim, not Tanaim. Amoraim. Behema shehitila gelalim leisa. An animal uh, it relieved itself on top of someone's dough. So that's a sort of like uh, rocks. Rebuda Omer, Mishal Mizek Shalem. Rebuda Azar Omer, Hatsi Nizek. Rebuda, full damages. Rebuda Azar, half damages. My love, isn't the mahlok between them? Kegonda Abat, that has him forget that the chicken did it three times. And the mahlok between them is that more severe contribute who says you have to pay full damages. Yeshada. That there is this concept of three times when it comes to uh, rocks. Or more severe, Bilazar held. 
in Hana that there's no concept of three times when it comes to rocks, and that's why we only have to pay half damages. And the Gemara says, Lo, we're talking about only one time, not three times. And again, we're going back to the Mahlokit between Sumchos and Rabbanan. Rav Yudah held like Sumchos that on rocks you pay full damages, Rabbi Lazar held like Rabbanan half damages. So the Gemara asks, but it's, uh, but it's something uncommon for an animal to go relieve itself on top of someone's dough. The Gemara says, no, the dahik led alma. Now we're talking about a situation where the animal had no place to go. It, it was stuck in this one place, and it was common for it to relieve itself on top of the dough that it had to be happened to be stuck on top of. And uh, since it's common, that's why Rabbi Yudah says you have to pay full damages. The Gemara says, okay, then if the if the machloket between them is the same machloket as sumchos and rabbanan, why don't we just make it easy? Vilema, we won't just say Rabbi Yudah halacha kesumchos. Vilema, Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Lazar should say halacha kerabbanan. So the Gemara explains. Now, gilalim itzrichal. There's a big chidush in animal relieving itself on dough. Why? I mean, I would have thought to ilu batar gufe geriri in kegufe dami. I would have thought that whatever comes out of the animal kegufe dami, it's like his own body. It's not like rocks. It's his own body, and he should pay full damages. Kamash malan that that's why that there's still a mahlokat rabbanan and sumchos. So Tashema, the Gemara tries to answer from the following: The Taner and Miberi Haskel, there's a Brayta this time. Tanegol shehoshit roshol avir keli zechuchit v'takabo ushvaro. If a chicken put his neck into a let's say a glass vase and it made a loud noise and it broke the glass vase, meshalem nezek shalem have to pay full damages. Ve'amar of Yosef, Amar Berav, in the name of Rav, they said sus shetzanaf ve'hamoshin ha'ar ve'shibet akelim. If a, uh, a horse or a donkey made a loud noise and it broke. A utensil, you will have to pay Mishalim Hatzinezek half damages. It sounds like Tanakama says that you have to pay full damages on a damage done with the voice. And according to Rav, you only pay half damages. My love, isn't there Mahlokit Kigon Da'avad? That the, that the chicken or the animal, whatever it is, did it three times. Again, the machlokim between them is more sabah. The Tana Kamada of the Brayta held Yeshada. There's this concept of three times damaging when it comes to rocks, and therefore you have to pay full damages. Umor sabah and Rav held You don't have this concept of three times when it comes to rocks, and the Gemara says a lot. No. We're talking about where it broke something with its voice. Behadzim now only in the in the first time. Again, mahlokit. Do do you have to pay full damages or not? Like uh, like sumchos uh, and and rabbanan, where the Tanakam over here holds like sumchos, they pay full damages, and Rav held like rabbanan, only half damages. I think Mashiach but it's something uncommon. For an animal to put its head into a vase and to scream and the, the vase is breaking is very uncommon. And really, there's no reason to pay full damages. And the Gemara says, no. The Itbeb is talking about a situation where there are seeds in the vase. And the animal, it's common for the animal to put its head in to try to eat the, the seeds in the vase. And then it made a noise and it broke. So that was common. And still the Mahloka between Tanakama and Rav and uh, Sumchos and Rabbanan. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.